It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, good to be back. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. I missed the last couple of days. A uh, family deal on Wednesday, then Bellarmine basketball yesterday. Boy, they killed center. I know it's the center, Colonels, but uh, good to see the Knights back in action. It just tells me basketball season is here. It is Friday, October 28th. Unsponsored six-pack coming up. That's the only reason I came back in. I was going to make it a long weekend, but uh, Justin has to have the six-pack. Right, Justin? I do, yeah. I mean, how else am I going to make money? How else are you going to bet against me and make money <laughs> on a win? Why go to work? Just listen to my picks and bet the other way. That's it. Ed Peak joins me in studio today. World Series starts tonight. Are you excited, Edward? Yes, I am. Yes. Are you just saying that, or are no, you excited no, about I, Phillies Astros? I'm excited about the Astros because of uh, Dusty Baker. I think he's finally, finally going to get his World Series. I really, really like him on a lot of different levels. As a manager, as a, he's a good PR person. He's good with the media. He's good with players. And he does all the right things. If, if Dusty Baker hadn't been hired to be the manager of the Astros or somebody like Dusty Baker, would we still hold a grudge against the Astros for cheating five years ago and winning a World Series? Some people still do. Some people still do. And I get it. Altuve's still on the team. Bregman's still on the team. Verlander's still on the team. A lot of these guys are still there. GM's gone. Manager's gone. George Springer's gone. Carlos Correa's gone. But a lot of the guys are still there. And, and it's natural to say, uh, I can't pull for them. They're cheaters. Even though they're probably not cheating anymore. Well, here's my take on that. If you recall, the Los Angeles Dodgers used to put a a scout in the outfield at Dodger Stadium. It's not technological. It's different. It's still stealing. It's still stealing signs. That they, is, they didn't get bopped on. That's part of the game. A guy stand on second base and holding his right hand on his hip to indicate a fastball is coming, or his left hand on his other hip to indicate a breaking ball is coming. That's stealing signs, but that's okay. It's up to the defense to not allow you to steal those signs. Change the signs so you can't steal them. Right. But it's different when you go down into the video room during a game well, and you're banging I, on a yeah. trash can. That's I, different. I, I, agree, I agree with you there. That's 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 correct. So you're pulling for Houston simply Absolutely. because of Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker. I think a lot of people are pulling for the Phillies. Phillies are fun to watch. It's like a college football atmosphere when you watch a Phillies game. They haven't been in the playoffs in 11 years. Right. They haven't been in the right. World Series since I want to go back to – 2009. Yeah, so, I mean, they're lost, excited in Philadelphia. It's college lost, football atmosphere. Lost to the Yankees. It's a college football atmosphere now. If you watch some of these playoff games, man, they're having fun in Philadelphia. They really have some some good players that I think are overlooked. I think Gene Segura, yep. a second baseman, is one of the most overrated players. When he was with Milwaukee, underrated. he used to, I'm sorry, overrated. Okay. I'm sorry. Underrated I just want, I just players. I just want to make sure the, the listener knew what you meant. <laughs> underrated players in all of baseball. He used to kill the Reds. I mean, I'll bet you he hit 400 against them. Well, if we put everybody that kills the Reds in the Hall of Fame, there wouldn't, be enough, there wouldn't be enough room. 
Um, All right, Cub fan. Uh, J.P. Real Muto, maybe the best catcher in baseball that nobody talks about. Uh, you got Harper, obviously Bryce Harper. Kyle Schwarber, he's going to strike out 300 times, but he's going to hit 50 home We got runs. Nola and uh, Nola Wheeler, and Wheeler at the top of that rotation right. is really good. But the only thing that I can't get past, and I should, but I can't, is they were the last team in. They won 84 games, but here's the key. They got hot at the right time. Yeah, just you like can't, you can't tell me Atlanta didn't get hot at the right thing last time year. last year. Yeah. Braves were under five hundred in August last year. The Phillies were twenty one and twenty nine when they fired Joe Girardi. They gave up. They said, "Hey, we're just not very good." And now they're in the World Series. How do you think? How do you think Joe Girardi yeah, feels? That's right an interesting now. dynamic. I think I'm staying home and not. I'm taking my phone off the hook or turning my. <laughs> well, you don't do that anymore. You and turn I like cell phone off. I like Joe Girardi, and I think I he too. was a good manager. I do too. I think. There's... I wonder if he got a call from Fox or. Maybe a radio. Oh, uh, I'm sure he has. Say, you know, uh, saying, hey, why don't you uh, come in and be an analyst for this oh, postseason? I'm, 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 and he said, yeah, I think I'm just going to stay home and drink a lot of uh, moonshine and, and watch the World Series. Well, I don't think there's any myself. doubt he got some calls. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Get your text into the show at that number, 414-1450. It is Football Friday. I know we've talked a little bit of baseball here, but it is Football Friday. You'll get the Tony Burke's lock of the week. He's 7-1, and one, everybody. Scooter took advantage of that uh, Oregon pick last week, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, that was that was nice. That, that was actually my second straight week betting his lock, and I've been pretty happy both times. When you're hot, you're hot. That's He's it. seven and one, and we'll, I'll give you his pick in the final segment. That's called a tease, Ed, in the radio business. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know if you knew that. I never know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> NBA last night, I watched. Uh, I watched Ben Simmons in Brooklyn against Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. Luka is going to win the MVP. There you go. We're five games into the season. Luke is going to win the MVP. He had 41 points, 11 rebounds, 14 assists last night. He is the first player since LeBron James to start a season, first four games, at least 30, at least five, and at least five in all four games. He, LeBron did that a long, long time ago, back in the, uh, 2005. He's the first guy to do that. Brooklyn's one and four, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, the Ben Simmons experiment, I guess we'll call it. They're one and four. They're not very good. Lakers, Brooklyn in the non-playoff championship this year. The Lakers are on four. Uh, so I watched some NBA last night. NFL news to get to. We'll go through some of those games as well. Big news: Jamar Chase uh, going to be out four to six weeks with the Bengals with a hip injury. Um, we saw him limping off the field a couple times last week. You didn't think it was a big deal. Well, guess what? It's a big deal. Four to six weeks. Luckily, if you're Bengals, Joe Burrow still got T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Hayden Hurst, Joe Mixon out of the backfield. He's still got a whole bunch of weapons, um, and they can take their time and make sure that Jamar Chase is healthy when he comes. Yeah, back. but he is their 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 deep he's, threat. He's unbelievable. That really stuff. stretches the free. Yeah, he is one of the best I've seen since. Uh, Throw a name out there. I can't wait to hear this. Michael Irvin? No. Uh, Des Bryant? 
San Francisco. All uh, not Jer- you're not going to use him. He's in the not same. Jerry Rice. No, please, I, I can't even no. say the name. It's no. so. But let, he's, me, let me bow down. Let here. me put it this way: He gets open, and he is so fast. He catches everything. Yep. It's nice to have a good quarterback. Ask Jerry Rice. It's nice to have a quarterback <laughs> that can put it on the money, and Jamar Chase has that with Joe Burrow. The red rifle wouldn't be the same thing. <laughs> Andy Dalton reference this early in the show? The red rifle? <laughs> and I guess the real big news is that Tommy and Giselle are officially calling it quits. Uh, the rumor came out this morning. Tom Brady has since put a statement out. He and Giselle are divorcing after 13 years of marriage. By the way, for the record, I think they're both going to be okay especially financially. I think they're going to be all right. But Brady loses his third game in a row last night, first time since 2002. That's 302 starts without three consecutive losses for Tom Brady. Second on that list, he did it 155 times. That's almost half as many as Brady did it. Joe Montana went 155 starts before losing three games in a row. Brady's gone 302 starts, but he did lose last night. The uh, Ravens over the Buccaneers, 27 to 22 in Tampa. Lamar Jackson, two and zero against Tom Brady in his career. Great players, <laughs> eventually. We talked about this off the air. Yeah, Michael Jordan at the end of his career was not the same. Obviously, you're, you get a lot of mileage. You get dinged up. Uh, I don't care. You can be in great shape. You can do the uh, nutrition thing, you can do workout. Uh, the one thing about Brady is I always thought with New England, he had great, great offensive lines. Rarely did you ever see him get dinged up. And that, that has to be a, a, a positive. And now, eh, Buccaneers aren't exactly the uh, greatest uh, offensive line in, in NFL. In pro and football. they were two years ago. When Tom Brady came on board and they won the Super Bowl. Well, they had Ryan Jensen at center. He's gone. They had a, a left tackle who's since retired. They were, that was a good offensive line. And when you look at MVPs, Ed, you never see an offensive lineman on the MVP list. No, and they're but probably it's, it's, as, as much responsible yeah, as anybody. As important as anything if you're a quarterback. Very, it very. is a miracle that the Bengals reached the World Series. The World Series, I'm, on, I'm in baseball mode. <laughs> Super that the Bowl. Bengals reached the Super Bowl last year as bad as that offensive line was. They made improvements in the offseason. The Bengals started one and two. Now here they are, four and three, because that new offensive line, they finally became a little cohesive. They're keeping Joe Burrow in the pocket and upright, and he's taking advantage. Why? Because he's got a great offensive line. It will be interesting to see. They play, I believe, at Cleveland. Cleveland, Monday night. On, on Monday night. And I, that's one game that I will watch on Monday. I don't like, watch a whole lot of Monday night games, but that's one that I'll watch. I, that's a, that's a, and even though it's pro football and they say, ah, rivalries and this rah-rah stuff and all that, Browns-Bengals is a rivalry. Battle of, of Ohio. Of college, uh, uh, like college. Browns at home. Football. Two and five in this uh, coming into this game. Deshaun Watson still not back for another month and a half. Uh, Bengals four and three. Bengals on the road in the dog pound. Three and a half point favorites on Monday night without Jamar Chase. It dropped to three, so they're three point favorites. Only a half point difference. Uh, look, he's got a lot of weapons, and the Bengal defense is underrated as well. So uh, I, this is one of those Monday night games that you want to watch. Thursday night football has been terrible. 
But last night, Baltimore-Tampa, I thought, okay, now we've got something here. we got two pretty good teams. Well, the, the Buccaneers are now 3-5. and five. Lamar and the, uh, and the Ravens are 5-3, and three, and look out for that team if they can figure out their defense because their offense looks pretty good. Mark Andrews, the best, one of the best tight ends in football, left early last night, didn't return, shoulder injury. You hope he's okay. But if they can get their defense – playing sort of like it played last night, Baltimore's going to be a factor. Everybody talks about Chiefs-Bills. Baltimore's going to be a factor. And the Ravens have what I consider, and I believe most everybody considers, the best field goal kicker in all of pro football. One of the best, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Justin Tuck. The uh, greatest of all time. Justin Tucker. He had a uh, uh, a 60. Thank you. That was Scooter, everybody. He had a (laughs) 61-yarder blocked at the end of the half last night. But it's they showed him – Ed kicking 70-yard field goals in pre- pregame warm To even attempt a 61-yard field goal is... Oh, he's hit them. Wow. I mean, you know, he was hit, like I said, they showed it. I give Amazon Prime credit last night. Before that kick, they, they said, well, here he is kicking 70-yarders in pregame. And he was. He was knocking them through. Would have been good from 71, 72 yards. He has a bionic foot. All right, here, you want to know what's bothering me? By the way, we are going to get to Kentucky and Tennessee. We'll get to Louisville and Wake Forest coming up this weekend. Here's what's bothering me this week. <laughs> All right, grumpy, let me get up. Hang on, let me get up on this pedestal. Grumpy old man, get off my lawn. The Broncos are playing the Jaguars Sunday in London, Wembley Stadium. All right, that's fine. I don't care. These teams... It's a home game for Jacksonville. They can't draw fans. Send them to Wembley. Let them play a game over there. All right. It's on ESPN+. Plus. I don't have ESPN+. Plus. A lot of people don't have Amazon Prime. Last night, Amazon Prime, the only place you could have watched, Ravens and the Buccaneers. Last Saturday, this past Saturday, Notre Dame at home against UNLV. Worst game on Notre Dame's schedule, without probably much much argument, is when the running Rebels come to South Bend. Peacock Premium. Couldn't watch it. Not on NBC. Not on regular Peacock. You had to pay if you wanted to watch it on Peacock Premium. So here's where we're headed, Ed. They start out with small games. Okay, Notre Dame, let's put them on against UNLV and see how many people buy it. So that next year, well, let's put them on against Stanford. Let's see how many people buy it. And then the following year, if you're a Notre Dame fan, you want to watch all the Notre Dame home games, Peacock Premium. That's what it's going to be. Amazon Prime has the entire Thursday night football package. You can't watch it anywhere else. If you want to watch Thursday night football, you become an Amazon Prime member. You get yourself a Fire Stick or a Roku, and you put Amazon Prime on there and you pay the fee. You got ESPN Plus, which I've been adamant that I'm not going to buy. Luckily, it's Denver and Jacksonville. It's a bad Denver team at 2-5. and five. It's a not good Jacksonville team at 2-5. and five. Okay, I don't care to watch that game at 9.30 in the morning on Sunday. Some of us go to church. Not me, but some of us do. <laughs> but there's going to come a time when that – ESPN Plus game, whether it's Monday Night Football goes to ESPN Plus, whatever it is, is going to be 
Justin, it's going to be Steelers versus Bengals, or it's going to be Cowboys versus Eagles if you're Trevor Kelsey. Do you really? And you're going to have to buy ESPN Plus if you want to watch the the bigger games. Do I don't you, care if they put the bad games on there. I don't. I got enough games to watch, so I don't care if they put the bad games on these do you, services. Do you but they're really, going to put good games on there. Do you really want to open up that that bag of worms with me? I could sit here for I, 15 minutes. I don't know why you. I would have brought it up if I didn't want to open it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, first of why all, why wouldn't I? First of all, you've only got thirty seconds because I got to take okay, a break. Right, Let's first, talk about it after the break. Okay, I want to. I want to let you get your thoughts in order. On oh, that. I've. Uh, you're. We'll take a break. Kentucky, Tennessee preview, Louisville, Wake Forest. These are two big games for the local teams coming up this weekend. We'll try to figure out who Ed thinks is going to win, and then we'll bet the other way. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. An hour is not enough today. Got a lot to get to here. We'll keep trying. Uh, high school football tonight. The regular season in Kentucky ends. We'll be on the air at uh, 7.15 tonight, pregame, 7.30 kickoff. St. X hosting Bowling Green. Both teams 8-1 and one on the season as uh, the Purples come up I-65 to uh, Louisville to take on St. X Tigers. Tony Burke will join me on the broadcast tonight right here on the Big X. Southern Indiana football playoffs underway, round two of the playoffs. Heritage Hills at Charlestown tonight. Justin Kalen will be on the call. WFA 94.7 FM. That is a 7 o'clock kickoff for Charlestown hosting Heritage Hill Southern Indiana High School football playoffs. So there is the promo. That was pretty good, right? I didn't mess that up one time. How about that? All right, Ed, Assuming it's a 7 o'clock. It says 7 o'clock online, but that's the same thing it said last week for the Providence game, and I get there, and it's 7.30. Well, turn it on well, at got 7, it. and if they're not playing by 7.10, Keep go, it on. go do vacuum and do the dishes and come <laughs> back at 7.30. I've got Castle at New Albany, and it says 7.30 for that game because Castle has to come from – Almost Evansville mm-hmm. uh, up here, so that would and you can read about that game on the News and Tribune yeah, website. Correct. Yes, written by our man Ed Peak. Yes, All right, yes. tell me what you think about streaming services taking over the world. Okay, couple of things uh, that I am very very unhappy with with not only college pro and to an extent even their high schools are getting into it. Not the extent. The uh, college and the pros. If you want to watch a state tournament, if you can't go and your son's playing in the state tournament, you're working, you got to pay, I believe, either, I believe you have to pay for the whole tournament. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I, I think that's true. In I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah. but you can watch it, but you're going to have to pay for the same, the, the whole, the whole tournament. And if your team gets beat in the first round, well, then that's just too bad. Here is the reason. One of the reasons, it's it's always multiple. I know we always try uh, to make one thing, to point out one thing, it's this, this, it's this. Well, colleges and pros, uh, maybe a little bit more so than colleges because I'm more familiar with that, they have all these corporate boxes, all these corporate people. They sell all these corporate packages. And people will tell me, well, if it wasn't for the corporate packages and this and that, you wouldn't have this stadium, you wouldn't have this, you wouldn't have that. That is one reason, I think, in my opinion, that college attendance is down. 
Everybody can't go on Saturday. They have other things to do in, in, in the corporate world. Now, okay, that's, that's good and fine. All right, the streaming thing, people aren't going to go to games. If you could pay four ninety five for Chiefs and Raiders, yep. you go to, say you go to uh, Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, it's probably 30 bucks to park, $30 to oh, park. You hope a ticket, you're 10 miles away at 30 a, bucks. A ticket is, I don't know, 150 Yep, NFL game, yep. Uh, if you drink beer, it's twelve fifty for a beer. <laughs> yeah, you'll think the Yum Center prices are cheap if you go to an NFL game. Hot dog are probably 8 bucks or eight fifty. Yeah. You're not taking a family of four because it's a vacation. Now, and they wonder why the attendance is down. Now, I'm not saying you have to have $2 hot dogs and $1 soft drinks. Or like the five, Masters have. $5 beer. Well, they draw, Absolutely. but of course that's a little different. It's a lot that, different. That, that's that that that's a little different. But that's just strictly my opinion. I know if Josh, I think the pandemic had a lot to do with this. Well, it did. People it did. learned it did. that hey, I can stay home. I don't have to pay to park. I don't have to fight the traffic. I don't have to pay for a ticket, and I can sit in my recliner. I can get a cooler and drink my own beer, eat my make my own chicken wings, or go buy some chicken wings, and it's going to cost me a heck of a lot less. And, by the way, with the TVs the way they are now, I have a be- much better view of the game with- in HD quality sitting on my couch. We were both at the uh, Pittsburgh at Louisville game last Saturday. Yes. And I looked up in the stands. And they had a nice it – was a- it was a nice crowd. It was, I believe, uh, over 41,000. And I looked up in the stands, and there was this one I'm – I'm pretty sure it was a youth. He was as far up as you could go in the stadium in the very I don't know why you would sit there in the very last seat. Unless you're doing something yeah. illegal, what are you doing up there? Well, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people, and I look, it's an eight o'clock game tonight. That was a long game the other night. There were a whole lot of reviews, which right. I hate. Um, but there, you, well, go there ahead. Were, go there ahead. were a ton of reviews in that game. It ended. Closer to 11.30 than it 11 did. o'clock. It did, it did. And it did. I noticed, I don't know if you noticed that, a lot of those fans turned into empty seats after halftime. And it was a good game. It was a clo- not a good game. It was a close game. It was a close game. Throughout. But a lot of people said, you know what, I can go home, watch the second half. I'll go out back out to my car. A lot of people now, they tailgate, they bring TVs. They got their, their TV I've out seen, there. I'm yes, going to go sir, out to yeah. my car and uh, drink my own beverages that don't cost $10. And uh, I'll get out of this parking lot. Uh, don't have to fight the traffic. I watched the third quarter in the parking lot, and, and so a lot of those seats became empty, and we see it everywhere. You see a lot there. of satellite yeah. dishes. I've seen them at Kentucky before. You well. see them at Louisville. Uh, but the second the second half, if you didn't wait till the fourth quarter, then you were probably bored to tears. But, boy, the when the fourth quarter heated up, it, did. it got yeah. really good, I thought. I thought. Good win for the Cards. Now Wake Forest, 10th ranked in the country, comes to town 6-1. and one. This spread has gone from 6 down to 3.5. So that tells me the smart money is on Louisville here. I don't know if I'm buying just yet. Uh, Sam Hartman can can wing it around. It's a really good Wake Forest offense. Their only loss was an overtime loss to Clemson. Two overtime. Double overtime. So this is a good Wake Forest team coming to town Cards are getting a lot of respect, at least from Vegas. Well, I think uh, the defense has been really good too. Bella. The defense has been really good because they have gotten pressure on the quarterback. He hasn't be able, been able to stand back there uh, in Virginia game and the Pitt game 
Now, Wake Forest is a totally, totally Yeah, because I worry about the animal. level of competition here totally when I'm talking different about animal. Pitt and when I'm talking about Virginia. Totally different animal. Totally different. Now, uh, people were hanging their hats on, well, Pitt went overtime and lost to Tennessee. That's true. That was early in the year. I, you know, I agree. I, I just think that Louisville, with some of their shorter uh, defensive backs, are going to have a really a, a difficult time. If they don't get uh, uh, pressure on Hartman, It'll be a long day. I read your article today. Okay. Uh, you don't have to apologize. But I read your article <laughs> today, and you brought up this point that uh, Wake Forest had how many turnovers last week against Boston College? They had four. Uh, four and they still beat Boston College. 43 to 15. Yeah. A team that Louisville lost to. And I know I don't well, like to use the transitive property and do all that stuff, but that those are facts. And when you turn it over four times and, win four, and score 43 points, you know what? What's going to happen if you don't turn it over four times? The only fly in the ointment with Wake Forest is they played a close game with Liberty. Now, okay, you can pa-pa or poo-poo, <laughs> all this you want to. Yeah, no, I'm not going to poo-poo till they, the show's over, but go ahead. <laughs> they lost by one point to uh, <laughs> to uh, uh, Liberty. Or they beat Liberty by one the point. The Flames. The Flames. And, the, and, and I believe that was it at Winston-Salem. And they had one other close game that I didn't think should be close. But uh, Dave Clawson has done a great job at a school, to me, that sits down in North Carolina. It's nobody not, pays any attention. It's not the state school. It's not NC State. Uh, it's Wake Forest, a private school. Do you realize their stadium is only holds only thirty one thousand fans? I'm not surprised. Thirty one thousand fans. They won at Florida State by ten. Uh, they crushed Army. Crushed. Well, they beat Vandy by twenty. They were losing that game for early in the game, one by twenty at Vanderbilt. Uh, they crushed VMI. Liberty really the only close game they had, other than that double overtime loss to Clemson. They were behind Florida State though for a long time, and that game was in uh, was in Tallahassee. Yes. Uh, but Florida State's kind of hit the skids a little bit now too, though, and definitely. So hit, who you like in this game? If I have three I, and a half points, I I, I got to go with Wake Forest. Yeah, I don't disagree. I'm uh, just, it's, I'm not going to make it part of the uh, the uh, unsponsored six pack, but but I did the same thing with Pitt last week. I looked at the resume and said, "Hey, Pitt is better than we think." Turned out that offensively they really weren't. I give Louis defense a lot of credit here. So am I thinking the same thing about Wake Forest? Am I giving them too much credit? They're six and one in the ranked tenth. If if I ask you to name the top ten teams in the country, you're probably going to give me twenty five teams before you get to Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Yeah, yeah. Off the top of your head, but here we are. Well, here's another fact that wasn't pointed out by, I believe, any of our local media, uh, which happens. The right tackle from uh, offensive right tackle from Pittsburgh was hurt and didn't play. Well, where did all the pressure come from? Abdullah, number 22. It came from the right he side game, of the Pittsburgh uh, offense. One time, the, I, I, and I went back and watched this, he was so quick to the ball, uh, was Abdullah. The uh, right tackle didn't even turn around. He, he, he had no idea that he was already by him. Offensive line, man. I said it earlier in the show. They don't. They don't they get, get no a, credit. They get no credit, and they get all the blame when whenever when the quarterback I, is not kept upright. They get all the blame, but when he's kept up upright, they don't get a whole lot of I, a ton of credit, and they should. 
Uh, by the way, 3.30 ACC Network for Louisville and Wake Forest on Saturday, 7 o'clock ESPN. And by the way, they got Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreet and Holly Rowe. They got the main crew. That's, that's the main. But, uh, for 19th-ranked Kentucky and third-ranked Tennessee in Knoxville, 7 o'clock Tennessee's 12 can I Can I say one more thing about Louisville? I guess. I tried Wake, to move on, but Wake you won't let me. One, one more quick thing. Sure. Even if you don't like Louisville and or Wake Forest, this is the one game because Clemson doesn't come to Louisville this year. This is the one game that you're gonna would pay to. I would pay to see because and, and Sam Hartman, Satterfield, kind of begging for fans. He's the other day. Be, well, in order to to beat some of these big, if you want to get and play with the big boys and get fifty five thousand, you need you need to draw it for these 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 real good games. Louisville's been good at home. I mean, the Florida State loss was. You know, could have gone either way. They've been good at home. Um, and the fans have, the ones have shown up. and They're loud. Know, they've been loud. They're loud. It was loud last time. Uh, I will last say that. Saturday, Absolutely. Okay. All right. Now, now to, even, to even, this is, that's an even bigger game. 12-point spread. Do you give the Cats a, a chance? Now, Tennessee's secondary is decimated. They are 130th. I read this earlier today. Against the pass. In college football. Now they score fifty points, so it doesn't really matter. You don't you don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. They get big leads and teams are throwing it, throwing it, throwing it, throwing it. And that's why that number is the way it is. But Kentucky's got a quarterback. Kentucky's got some good receivers. Are they is Will Levis gonna throw it fifty five times? No. Because Mark Stoops is not that kind of a coach. He's gonna rely on Chris Rodriguez. He's gonna slow the game down. He cannot Afford to get in a track meet. You kind of have. You kind of have to try to slow it down again. I, right? I don't think there's any question about that. You got to uh, give it to Chris Rodriguez and pound it behind the big blue wall. Which, in all honesty, and this may hurt some people, but it hasn't been the big blue wall like it was last year. Matter of fact, I don't think they played well at all. Tennessee gives up 329.7 yards per game through the air. That is 130th in the well, NCAA. You, you are going to pass some, that's for sure. They only give up 91 yards a game rushing. That's ninth in the country. Hmm. So that tells me, Pick yeah, yeah, you want to slow the game down, and yeah, you want to rely on Chris Rodriguez and Kavase Smoke run the football, but you're going to have to throw the football. Now, I know, time. I know it was 52 to 49 yep. against Tennessee. Yep. Uh, but I just don't think. I mean, Alabama is Alabama. All right, let's 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 put facts uh, factual. Alabama's probably better than than Kentucky. You think? Uh, I'm gonna go with yes. yes. Okay. I don't okay. know why I hesitate. Now, my Kentucky <laughs> fans that'll that'll they won't like that. Uh, oh, that's, and my my wife will not let me in the door. That's the when way it's been since 1951. <laughs> I don't know why it would be any different today. She won't let me in the house when I get home because I picked Wake Forest to oh, beat Louisville. Yeah, there's other reasons she doesn't let you in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. By the way, John, I think those those numbers are a little skewed when well, you sure talk about are. the rushing and passing numbers just because Tennessee has had so many people playing from behind. Uh, gee, you didn't hear me say that earlier? I didn't. <laughs> no, sorry. You might want to pay attention to the whole show because I brought that up. I'm shutting it down. How about that? I'm going to shut it down and walk out the building. Then what? Hendon uh, Hooker. I'll, I'll keep talking to this mic, and Ed will keep answering me, and nobody will hear it. Uh, Hendon Hooker's got uh, 2,000 yards passing, 18 touchdowns, one interception. He is a Heisman Trophy candidate. 
It's a Tennessee team that's 7-0. and Nobody saw it coming at the beginning of the year. Uh, what do they do this week? Do they cover the 12? Let's put it that way. Are you mm, pulling? Are mm, you? Is mm, Ed mm. calling for the big upset here? No, I, I can't. Kentucky's taking teams that are a lot better to Knoxville and not one yeah. than, than, than this team. Uh, I, and hope I go they back do to well. last year's game too. When I hope they do well. Rolled. I mean, I hope they win. I think it's better for football in the state. Uh, but I, 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 just, I just can't see it. There's something, and in the new regime, in I'd say somebody from the age of what. 25 or younger, they have no idea what the Kentucky-Tennessee rivalry was all about. Uh, what a lot of people in western Kentucky and in the, in the Louisville area don't realize how Tennessee fans have infiltrated eastern Kentucky. There's a lot of Tennessee That's fans. That's why I don't go to eastern Kentucky. <laughs> There's a lot of Tennessee fans in, in, in eastern Kentucky and in different areas up there. One other game quickly before we take a break. If I'd have told you last year, Syracuse next year is going to be favored over Notre Dame, you would have said what? You're crazy. Okay. That's a a great quick answer, and you're right. And and, and really, uh, to be honest with you, some favorable officiating helped Notre Dame – helped – Clemson in that uh, that Syracuse yeah. game. Yeah, they could it, be undefeated. Uh, and I, I, that's a whole. You don't want to get me started no, on that. I don't. We, in we, fact, we, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna cut you off and take a break. <laughs> Unsponsored six pack on the other side. I'll also tell you who I think is going to win the World Series. I'll get Ed's pick as well. We I kind of think I know where he's going. All that and more. You'll see Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, final segment of the week. Ed Peake has joined me on this Football Friday. It's time for the unsponsored six-pack. First of all, let me give you Tony Burke's lock of the week because he's 7-1. and one. He's a lot doing a lot better than I am. I am one game over 500. But Tony Burke, lock of the week. Southern Cal at Arizona. That game is scheduled for a 7 o'clock start. It's on the Pac-12 network, so you're not going to be able to watch it, at least at my house. I had to go to the uh, sports book to watch it. I have it. I Southern have it. Cal 6-1, and one, Arizona 3-4. and four. The Trojans on the road, 15.5 point favorites. And Tony always loves the Trojans. So, Tony Burke, USC, minus 15.5. Lock of the week. His super lock, 7-1 and one on the season. Justin, you going to bet SC now? Uh, yeah, no question. <laughs> All right, time for the unsponsored six-pack. Drum roll, please. 3-3 three and three last week uh, to be 27-26-1 on the season. One game over 500. Thank you, Steelers, for getting me out of that hole at the end of the day on Sunday night against the Miami Dolphins. Let's start in college. Noon, Ohio State at, Pitt, at uh, Penn State. 15 and a half is the number here. The Buckeyes are favored. I've been on the Buckeyes three weeks in a row. This will be the third week in a row. They should have covered against Tennessee. They covered easily last week. It is a Buckeye team that has scored 45 points every game this season except that opener against Notre Dame. So six games in a row, Ohio State 
has scored 45 or more points. I don't think it's any different. And what is overlooked is the Buckeye defense. It's really, really good. Penn State should have lost to Purdue. I was there. They've struggled. They struggled against Michigan. I think Ohio State has their way with the Nittany Lions. Give me the Buckeyes. I'm laying the points here. Three thirty, Illinois and Nebraska. Who knew this was going to be a game where one of these teams was ranked? But here we are, the Fighting Illini of Brett Bielema, who needs to stay out of the Taco Bell drive-through, by the way, along with me. The Illini are seven and a half point favorites over Nebraska. Illinois is ranked. 17th in the country, but they're on the road. It's a different Nebraska than it was when Scott Frost was there. I think this is closer than we think. Maybe a money line. Maybe Nebraska pulls the upset. I'm taking the Huskers plus the 7.5 at home against Illinois. I think the orange bubble burst for the Illini this week. Finally, 10.30 late night football from out west. UCLA at home hosting the Stanford Cardinal. Stanford beat Notre Dame. That tells you how bad Notre Dame is this year. UCLA, coming off that loss to Oregon, comes back home. They lick their wounds. They're giving 16-and-a-half to Stanford. I'm taking Chip Kelly and the Bruins and that quarterback with three really long names to have a great night. And UCLA crushes Stanford. I'm giving the 16-and-a-half. hate that one. Was that you, Ed? Because I thought I turned Scooter's mic off. I'm on the other side of that, John. <laughs> the only way Stanford does not cover is if the Tickle Monster comes up and they're just throwing the ball everywhere. Well, you heard it here, folks. UCLA was is now a guaranteed lock to cover <laughs> against Stanford. NFL, let's start with a 1 o'clock game. The Jets are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against New England. New England coming off that embarrassing home loss against the Bears on Monday night. They don't know who their quarterback should be. Should it be Mac Jones? Should it be Bailey Zappi? And the Jets are 5-2, and two, coming off a bye week, playing really good football. I say it's a bye week because they beat the Broncos. The Broncos are terrible. How are the Jets underdogs? Vegas will tell you New England is the play here. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to take the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 to beat Bill Belichick in New England and improve to 6-2. and two. I'm taking the two and a half points. I don't think I need them, but I'll take them just in case. Tennessee at Houston. The uh, Titans are two and a half. Mike Rabel is a really good football coach, and he does great things in his division. Going on the road to a bad Houston team, Tennessee can now take control of the AFC North, or excuse me, South. It's not. Great to have control of the AFC South because it might be the worst division in football. But he gets the job done against divisional opponents. Two and a half is just a slight number to give here. I'm taking Tennessee on the road at Houston, giving the two and a half. Finally, Sunday night football. I said it early in the year. I'm going to take Buffalo every week. I don't care what the number is. It's up to 11 and a half now at home that they are giving Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It's the first time in his career as a starter that Aaron Rodgers has been a double-digit underdog. But the Bills are that good. The Packers are that bad. I'm taking Buffalo Sunday night and giving the 11.5. So quick recap. Ohio State minus 15.5 against Penn State. Nebraska plus 7.5 at home against Illinois. UCLA minus 16.5 against Stanford. 
Jets plus two and a half at home against New England. Titans minus two and a half on the road at Houston. And Buffalo at home minus 11 and a half against Green Bay. There is the unsponsored six-pack of the week. Anything else you want to comment on, Justin, other than the <laughs> UCLA-Stanford game? No, I'm good. The rest I'm okay with. Hey. Can, I, can I make a comment? You can do it, say anything you want, Ed. you got seven <laughs> minutes. Go. I'll take Illinois. Oh, I'll take Illinois. I didn't know you were going to go against me. <laughs> I'll take Illinois because I like their uniforms. Wow. That, that sounds like my <laughs> wife picking the NCAA bracket. <laughs> What well, the acronym is the Zips? What a great name! I'm taking the Zips against North Carolina. That's fantastic. Speaking of uniforms, did you all see Tennessee's uniforms for this Black weekend? Uniforms. I I'm not a Tennessee fan. They're, Same. They are glorious. Yeah, they are. You black like really nice. Look. They got the black helmets. No, no, I don't like the orange stripe down it. Yeah, they're good looking. You're a traditionalist, right? I'm a traditionalist. And number one, I had a game last week where the team was wearing black with the. Uh, Oh, what's the uh, don't uh, get me started? Uh, cancer pink, yeah, numbers, sure. Clarksville, well, at least you could see the numbers. I believe it was Clarksville. I couldn't hardly see the numbers. I could see Eastern doing like a black jersey with a dark purple lettering. It might have been, oh, Eastern. I'm it telling been you, Eastern. Scooter yeah, Saint X has black uniforms with dark green numerals. I don't Oof. like I don't like that at and all. And my <laughs> eyes do not need that from a distance. I got the binoculars on them. It's still difficult. <laughs> and they don't care because the kids love the black uniform. I would have thought Tony would have been the uh, binocular guy. Uh, we both have binoculars okay. during the broadcast. But I look, they're good looking uniforms. I just can't see the numbers. Yeah. Well, Charlestown a couple of weeks ago when I was there, I believe. It might have been – no, it was Charlestown because they scored a lot of points. I was having a hard time keeping up because they had the black uniforms with the uh, uh, the numbers that were dark too. So, matter of fact, when – Hopefully they don't wear those tonight. When I Everybody walk, wears white tonight. That's w- it. When I, <laughs> Both teams. When I walked in, I did not know that I could buy a Charlestown jersey, a blue one or a, a, uh, a white one. And then we're game. Wait, wait a minute, everybody. Don't change your channel because of this conversation. We'll get back to real sports here in just a second. Uh, Utah beat Washington State, if you missed it late last night, 21 to 17. The uh, 14th ranked Utes on the road improved to 6 and 2. And then the uh, game of the night, Ed, NC State down 21 to 3 to Virginia Tech, comes back and beats the Hokies 22 to 21. NC State is a different team without Devin Leary at quarterback and they're coming to Louisville. That's they're they're now ripe for the picking. Well, I think that that's that's good for Louisville if yeah. you're a Louisville fan. And another thing too is next week when Louisville plays uh, James Madison, they've kind of fallen off Louisville. They've lost two in a row. So Getting to six wins, eh, maybe, maybe Very not. doable now. I don't know. It, I think it's, it's very It's a doable lot now. more doable now than it was. Uh, I think you're going to be fa- you're going to be a touchdown or more favorite against James Madison. And right now, the way they're playing, you're going to be favored against uh, NC State at home. You win both those, that's six. The good thing about the schedule, which I did not like Louisville's schedule this year as far as opening two on the road, then two at home, then going on the road again, and an off week, is they do have a lot of games at home. Here at the end, and I, you're right, John. Louisville is better. Louisville is better at home. Kentucky's better at home, especially at night. Well, I don't think that's uh, that's relevant this week. Ed didn't no. like the schedule, but he picked them to go nine and three. He did. He well, I'm, and I'm going to be total, totally 
out front with this. I'm man enough to say this idiot sitting in this chair made it nine and three. Also, I picked Kentucky to go ten and two. Yeah, I don't know what you and Tony were thinking on that one either. Ten and two. Kentucky ten and two still alive for what it's worth. It's not worth a whole lot because they still got Georgia on the schedule. How about, how about Indiana? Am I close on that? Uh, we all had Indiana four and eight. So all three we're, of us. We're still in the running. So we're all still right, <laughs> right there. I don't know how they're going to get to four, to be honest with you. After that Rutgers game last week, I don't know how they're going to get to four. Has Purdue got a shot to win the West? Uh, everybody has a shot to win the West. There's an, even a scenario where Northwestern, as bad as they are, could win the West. Wow. Everybody is still alive. Well, to win I, the West, Illinois the then obviously West. has has a shot. Illinois's got to fall apart. Illinois is probably the favorite to win the West right now. But they're going to get beat by Nebraska. This My week. goodness. Well, it, whether it doesn't matter if it's either Michigan or Ohio State, they'll get killed. All right. I'm going to get back to college football if we have time, which I don't think we will. World Series. I'm going to take the Astros in six. They've been the best team all year long, including the Dodgers, because their pitching is so good. I think Houston, Dusty Baker finally gets that World Series win. I'm going to take Houston in six games. What do you got? Ditto. I, I say five or six, uh, whatever. Five, five or six, no no question. Just a, just a good team. And, and, look, Philly's story is fun. I love watching them play. I do pull for Bryce Harper. I pull for Kyle Schwarber. Um, you know, they're one of those, hey, look at us. We're having a ball. This is great. When you get down two games to none against Houston, you're not going to be having a ball anymore. No, no, you're not. No, I, I'm pulling for happens. Gene Segura. Verlander against Aaron Nola tonight. That will be a fine, fine pitching matchup. Uh, Florida, Georgia this week, 3.30, the great cocktail party. Georgia's 22 and a half. Uh, Florida will be going out to the car at halftime <laughs> to get more cocktails. Georgia. <laughs> Cincinnati at Central Florida. Cincinnati's ranked. Central Florida's a one-point favorite. You know how good that Louisville win at Central Florida is? I don't think a lot of people realized how good that win was. was... They only gave up 14 points. Now, again, Central Florida hasn't exactly been playing the 83 uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers every week. But, but, but. Upset alert, Ole Miss, who lost last week, 7-1 at Texas A&M. The Aggies are 3-4. Jimbo's under the gun here. Ole Miss is a one and a half point favorite now. I'm putting them on upset alert right now. It's at A and M. It's at A and M. Ah, boy, that's. I'll go with Ole Miss. Clemson, Alabama on a bye. Giants, Seahawks, only NFL game matching two teams with winning records this year. Who saw that coming? Thanks to Ed. Thanks to Justin. We'll talk to you Monday. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Oh,